Hey everyone, I'm so glad that you're tuning back in. Thank you so much. As you can tell from the title today, I'm going to be talking about how to pray, which is super important if you're a believer. But first, I'm going to ask you guys to do me a really quick small favor, which is subscribe to this podcast, give me a review and a rating on the Anchor, well, you can subscribe to this podcast on the Anchor app and you can leave me a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast app. If you guys enjoy this episode, if you enjoy this podcast, which I'm positive that you will, go ahead and pause this recording and leave me a review and a rating. It would help me a lot and it would make a world of a difference so I can know how to better service you guys. So feel free to go and do that right now and then come back and listen to the rest of this episode. How did you guys feel about that intro? I liked it. That song is Kawasaki by Jordan Armstrong. How do you guys feel about Christian rappers? I'm just getting into the whole ideology of Christian rap. I think it sounds all right. Um, I still need to listen to a few more songs in order to kind of just, I guess, have it become a part of my daily playlist or whatever you want to call it. But I don't think it sounds too bad. Let me know what you guys think. You guys can actually respond to my podcast by sending in a voice message. I'm going to try to do a video so you guys can see, and I'll leave it up on my page, how you can respond to my podcast on the Anchor app. Okay, guys, so we're looking at Matthew 6, verse 5 through 13. And in this passage, Jesus teaches us about prayer and teaches us how to pray. So it starts off in verse 5. Jesus says, When you pray, don't be like the hypocrites who love to pray publicly on the street corners and in the synagogues where everyone can see them. I tell you the truth, that is all the reward they will ever get. But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your father in private. Then your father, who sees everything, will reward you. When you pray, don't babble on and on as people of other religions do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. You guys should know that I'm reading from the Life Application Study Bible, which is in the New Living Translation Version. Is it New Living or New Life? I have to look that one up and then I'll let you guys know in the next episode. But I think it's New Living Translation Version, which is a Bible that I really love. I mentioned that before. You guys should go out and get a study Bible for yourselves because it's really crucial in breaking down scriptures so that you can understand them and learn from them. But verses 5 and 7 were pretty, well, 5 through 7 were pretty self-explanatory. Jesus is basically telling you, us that we don't need to show off with our prayers we don't even need to repeat ourselves over and over again Um, in order to get our point across all we have to do is just be humble and genuine with our prayers and God will still be able to understand them although he already know he already God already knows our hearts he already knows what we need he still wants to hear from us in prayer Imagine this, I'll just use this as an example, but imagine being in a relationship with someone and you know that person loves you, but they never say I love you. 
those are just like words of affirmation that you need to hear. It's like the same thing. It's the same thing when you're in a relationship with Jesus. It's the same thing when you're praying. Uh, it's like words of affirmation. Pray a prayer is just like declaring and asserting certain things into like over your life and proclaiming certain truths. It's the same exact thing as if you're talking to anyone else, you're basically just talking to God. It's important to pray as believers because if we could do everything ourselves, then we wouldn't need a God. And imagine the if we could be the answers to our own prayers. Imagine if we could give ourselves everything that we needed and everything we desired in our lives. Then there would be no purpose of God. And we all know that it's near impossible for us to be self self-sufficient human beings. I don't care who you are. No one in this world has ever been been able to just get by them get along by themselves. Everyone needs someone whether you're a believer or not. And you guys can agree to disagree, but that is my personal opinion. Personal opinion. I believe that we are social human beings and not only do we need other people, but we need God. I believe I know that I need for myself for myself I need God and whenever I pray I realize just how far it goes because I like whenever I start praying it's always effective and I start to see just how how much it works and I encourage you guys to really listen to this message right now I hope you guys understand what I'm saying to you and that once you learn how to pray effectively, you do it and it starts to change something in your lives and starts to work for you. But as I'll mention again, if we could do everything ourselves, then we wouldn't need a God. And God actually gets glory when we honor him and when we bless him. So that is just one reason why we should pray. And in verses 9 through 13, God tells us how we should pray. He gives us a guideline just as he gave it to the disciples. And that, I quote, that example is just a pattern to be imitated as well as duplicated. And we should praise God, pray for his work in the world, pray for our daily life, our daily needs, and pray for help in our daily struggles. So the Lord's Prayer is a really effective model for how we should pray. And if you guys find that you try to incorporate the Lord's Prayer in your daily lives, but for some reason you just can't remember it, or you keep messing it up for whatever reason, another way that you guys can learn how to pray or remember how to pray effectively is through the acronym ACTS. So A-C-T-S. And I'm going to break it down to you guys. So A stands for acknowledging God and acknowledging his place over your life. So Jesus actually does that in verse 9 when he says, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. He acknowledges God as his Father and also honors his name by saying, May your name be kept holy. So C, which is the next letter in the acronym, 
stands for confession and confession of sins. When you confess your sins, you don't necessarily have to name out every sin that you've done. But it's important to make sure you're asking for coverage of your sin for a multitude of sins that you guys may have or that you may have um, done throughout the week or throughout the day. And everyone sins because we're not perfect. We all we all fall short of God's glory every day. So that's as, well. That's why it's important to when we pray every day to make sure that we are asking God to forgive our sins each time. And it's important to make sure that we acknowledge every sin because there's actually sins that we commit without knowing. So there's unknown sins that we commit and. For those of you who don't know, the Bible mentions that we actually sin in our thoughts as well as our actions. So that's why it's important to ask for forgiveness for everything that you've done. The other, the other uh, letter in the acronym is T. T stands for Thanksgiving and just thanking God for what he's done. So it can be you thanking God for waking you up that morning or bringing you throughout the day. Say, for example, maybe you work eight hours or you work a 12-hour shift for the day. You thank God for bringing you through that. Or if you, if you drive and you travel on the road, you thank God for keeping you safe or driving, driving with you and so that you don't have any accidents on the road, whatever the case is. And S is the last letter in the acronym, which stands for supplication. You can ask God for whatever it is that you want, whether it's deliverance or maybe you want to ask him for salvation for your family members because you want them to be saved or anything. Uh, I guess I can give you guys an example. So an example of supplication would be you asking God for deliverance. Uh, maybe, maybe this is just an example, but maybe you um, are addicted to pornography or masturbation. You can ask God to deliver you from that addiction. And then you end the prayer in amen because that is you signifying that you, you agree. You not only do you agree with the words that you said between, um, that like you said to God, but you're sending that prayer off to God and that you be- you believe it's done. So when you send send the prayer off, you believe and you leave you leave it in God's hands and you believe that he can do it and he can get it, the job done. So there you have it ACTS is just a guideline that you guys can use so that you know how to pray. That acronym was actually how I was able to learn how to pray more effectively. And it really works for me. So you guys can let me know how you like it and how it works for you as well. In my opinion, affirmations are very similar to prayers. And the only difference is that affirmations don't end with amen. Well, the ones that I've seen on Instagram and Google don't actually end in amen. If you guys don't know what an affirmation is, affirmation is basically just a declaration of something. Many people use it in their daily lives, whether they state they use it for 
having more confidence or they use it in business. It's basically just a bunch of words that you state. It's kind of like a chant. And I don't know, in my opinion, it kind of sounds like a chant. But it's just a bunch of words that is put together cohesively in order to, I guess you could say, like, have more belief in yourself. Whereas prayer is you leaving that prayer in God's hands and having more belief in God. And affirmation is you declaring and stating something over yourself in your own daily life, whether it's whether it's to be more productive or, like I said, having more confidence. Most people will probably state them in the morning or before bed or maybe before or in the shower or before shower. I know a lot of people or I've seen a lot of affirmations that are just like people stating that they're strong, they're beautiful, things like that. So affirmations, in my opinion, are inspired by prayers because it does, they do sound very alike, except Like I said, prayers are directly to God and affirmations are just more so for yourself. Affirmations are great, but something that I like to use, which I find super helpful, is something called prayer points. And prayer points are short prayers that are to the point, fast, powerful, like a bullet, And they're super effective for spiritual warfare. And if you guys don't know what spiritual warfare, I can Google that for you right now. So spiritual warfare is the Christian concept of fighting against the work of evil forces. It is, and this is the Wikipedia definition. So it is based on the biblical belief in evil spirits. Or demons that are said to intervene in human affairs in various ways. So, those are super effective um, prayer points are for spiritual warfare. And I'll give you guys some examples of spiritual warfare. So, spiritual warfare can be anything from... These are just really small examples. It could be strongholds in your life. So, some people will use the term that... The devil has a hold of them or they're struggling with certain things in their lives. And it could be that they're actually like the devil actually has a hold on those people. Or it could be another example of of spiritual warfare can be a soul tie where you and another person are connected in a negative way. There's actually good soul ties but the soul the kind of soul ties I'm talking about are the bad and the negative soul ties it can also be you can use prayer points for sicknesses and financial problems uh, relationship problems generational curses all these types of things and they prayer points are sure if you pray them every day they are sure to become like a good effective way of destroying those things that are in your life 
or in someone else's life that is negative negatively impacting their lives in in a way that is harmful harmful to that person or yourself so if you guys are a little iffy on spiritual warfare or you don't necessarily understand everything that i'm talking about when it comes to spiritual warfare and prayer points i encourage you guys to dm me your questions on both topics or going and doing your own research on google make sure that when you are doing your research that you are backing up whatever it is you look up on Google or on the internet with verses from the Bible and scriptures from the Bible because you don't just want to be reading anything. You want to make sure what you're reading is actually accurate and factual um, when compared to the Bible. So the reference scripture that I'm actually going to give you guys is in Ephesians 6 verse 10 through 18 and I'm gonna read to you guys an example of a prayer point so what I did was I went on Google and I googled prayer points for strongholds and a stronghold like I mentioned before can just be something in your life that prevents you from doing something positive or turning your life around or doing something good and every time you try to do good you find that something may be preventing you from doing good and you don't know what that thing is. So that that is an example of a stronghold. And the website I'm actually on right now is obspoprayerpoints.blogspot.com and like I said, I just googled prayers for pulling down or destroying strongholds. And the prayer starts off as, okay, so it says a prayer point is a prayer of declaration and confession. So it starts off with confessing. It tells you to confess and repent of every sin in your life and ask God to forgive you and your trespasses. Also ask God to forgive those who have sinned against you and claim and claim your righteousness in Christ. You thank God for his protection. Oh, okay. So it basically starts off with ACTS, like I mentioned to you guys that you guys should use. Well, it starts off with ACT. And this this particular prayer point actually uses references throughout um, from the Bible throughout the prayer point, which is also an effective way to... Pray, but you guys don't necessarily have to do it because a prayer point is meant to be just a short prayer that is to the point and fast and quick and powerful. So you guys don't have to use verses in your prayer point. This one just does. But it starts with, okay, so it gives Psalms uh, 59 verse 1 as the first prayer point. And it says, Lord, separate me from all those and everything that is destroying my destiny in the name of the Lord Jesus. And then the other prayer point is the, the scripture it gives it references to is Philippines, Philippians 4 verse 6. And then it says, I command every stronghold of fear, worry and anxiety to be pulled down in your life. Then another prayer point gives you another verse James 1 verse 20 
I decree and declare that the Lord that every stronghold of anger to be destroyed in Jesus' mighty name. So I'm going to read one more. And I hope you guys are kind of getting the gist of the prayer point. So it says that the verse it gives is 1 Corinthians 15, verse 33. Any agent of darkness masquerading as a friend be exposed and disgraced in the name of Jesus. So I'm going to skip to the end where it says. Okay, so the last prayer point in this prayer is it has a few prayer points i would say about like 20 but the last one is i pursue overtake and recover my properties from the hands of spiritual robbers in jesus in the name of jesus and oh lord as i enter so this was written in 2016 it says oh lord as i enter 2016 let me find favor in your sight in my going out and in my coming in from January to December, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for answering my prayers. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So as you guys can see, prayer points are specific prayers for whatever it is that you need to pray for in your lives. And it also, just as any other prayer, it ends in Amen. And these are super effective for spiritual warfare. They're super effective for going. You can incorporate them in your daily lives. I like them because it's specific and they seem to work fast in my opinion. So you guys can try them out for yourselves. And like I said, let me know how they work and how you feel about them. You can Google they, I remember last year when I was in school, I was Googling prayer points about final exams and studying. You guys can do that if you're in school or if you have a business, you can probably find prayer points on how to effectively run your business or whatever it is. Google and the Bible is your best friend, in my opinion. So you guys should turn to those and use those as a resource in learning how to pray. That is all for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed and I will talk to you in the next one. Stay tuned until next week.